episode six of the Beyond Nourish podcast. Here you will learn short tips and tricks to becoming a better, more efficient, health-focused cook. I'm your host, Rochelle Gerardin. I'm the creator of the Holistic Chef Certification in Business Training. I'm a holistic nutritionist, and I've been running my own business, Beyond Nourish, since 2012. In today's episode... It's actually part one of a part three series on how to cook mouth-watering meat. And also, just a little side note, uh, this also will pertain to cooking your fish as well. And so interesting, when I started to plan this episode, I started to get into the minutia of, okay, how can I get these people to cook the most insane piece of meat in in their lives and I did a bunch of research around you know the small intricacies of what we needed to do and then I zoomed out for a moment and I realized number 1 I haven't been cooking meat for that long of time but what I have seen is my meat cooking abilities improve vastly and so while I could get into some of the finer details of things I want to keep this on a bit more of a macro level because most people aren't necessarily looking to make that perfect steak, which I could go into so many details about. Most people are looking to up level their general meat game in terms of, you know, really basic tips in terms of making sure that whether they're cooking fish or chicken or pork and it's ground or it's a piece of steak or whatever it is really looking for those tools. And so that's what I'm going to concentrate on today. So I just said that I haven't been cooking meat that long. A bit of a backstory into that is I actually got into the world of nutrition through yoga. I did my first teacher training in 2007 after a class with my beloved teacher, Ryan Lear from One Yoga. And a lot of the yoga traditions are actually based on vegetarianism. And that led me actually to veganism. Which when I started to go into nutrition school, I was working at a raw vegan restaurant and my life was extremely influenced by this style of eating. And it wasn't until about two years into my vegan journey that I was introduced to another type of eating, which is called the bulletproof diet, which for those of you that know anything about that, it's basically on the other end of veganism. And I started to introduce meat back into my diet because at the time I was not feeling very well. I was constantly overeating, feeling unsatisfied, and I knew that I needed to do something different. And for me, that was actually introducing meat back into my diet. And at this point, I was still, I was cooking for people, but I even refused to cook for clients who wanted to uh, include meat in their menu. I just had no experience. And when I learned how to cook, it was truly around vegetarian and vegan food. So here I am years later where my predominant client has been an extreme meat eater, a keto clients uh, that I cook for on a regular basis. So a lot of meat has entered my life and I've had to really get focused on how to make sure that my food tastes just as good as my vegetarian food. So today's first step in whatever type of meat, poultry, or seafood that you might be making. You might think that I'm going to be talking about that you want to let your meat come to room temperature. 
many people have heard this before, where there's a theory around if you bring your food to your meat to room temperature and or let them at least temper down a little when they come out from the fridge, that you will be um, rewarded with a juicier and much more succulent piece of meat. But after reading The Food Lab by Kenji Lopez-Alt and uh, doing this uh, little bit of experimentation myself, it was quick to realize that this is actually just an unnecessary step. I do do this step in a lot of ways (laughs) and a lot of times, but it's for a different reason. And I actually do that so that it speeds up the cooking process, not necessarily because I feel like the end product is that much better. Um, So that is something you can keep in mind. But considering that the title of this episode is how to cook mouthwatering meat, I want to stay focused on the bigger picture. And that is making sure that we season our meat, fish or poultry much better than we currently have been if you're finding that it's not being you know, brought to life in the cooking process. And so what that means, and I discussed this this on a couple of episodes previously, very briefly, is making sure that all sides of whatever you're cooking, animal protein-wise, is being covered with a thin layer of salt before you cook it. And you want to do this from an efficiency standpoint right before you're cooking. So literally right before the meat goes into the dish or the fish goes into the oven, we want to be seasoning it right before that that stage. The reason that I'm saying this is because there's actually quite a bit of research around if you salt it 10 to 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time, it's a bit of a a bad window in terms of what it actually does to the meat. You want to make sure that you do it just before cooking. And there is a little bit more to be said about this around doing it longer than that, but we're going to stay away from that for the time being, because I know a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are looking for quick and efficient ways. And that is that we don't really have a whole day to essentially uh, salt our meat ahead of time. So keep this first step super simple and just remember to season with good high quality salt, whether that be your rock salt or your sea salt, all sides of the meat before it goes to into the dish. This in itself is going to up-level your dish, especially if you're even just used to putting your meat in the pot or whatever cook surface and just lightly sprinkling a little bit on top, hoping that it, that it got it. And you know, you can really think about what adheres to that outer layer of the animal protein, that that's really going to be what infuses into each bite. So Consider that with salt. And then also you can consider that with a lot of your spices as well. So much herbs, but definitely your spices. So keep this first step super simple, but make sure that you're consistent with it and make sure that you're salting your meats, your poultry and your fish throughout the dish, but especially at this beginning step. I hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast. As always, it would be a great help If you could share, if you could rate, if you could review, if you could subscribe, anything to help us get more word about these short little quick bites of nutrition and healthy cooking tips and tricks. I hope that I see you guys in the next episode for step two of cooking mouth-watering meat.